0: If you're struggling with alcohol or drugs, Recovery Centers of America can help. RCA's local inpatient and outpatient programs are founded on science and delivered with heart from an expert caring team who will inspire and guide you every step of the way. Call 1-800-941-2358 to speak with a treatment advisor. At RCA, you'll be in a community that builds connections and fosters support from peers and RCA's team of medical professionals. At RCA's state-of-the-art campuses, they tailor your Treatment to you. and also offers specialized programs for patients with history of trauma or relapse, for young adults, for adults 50 plus, for LGBTQ patients who wish to seek treatment without worry of stigmas, a confidential program for first responders and military, and a faith-based program. Recovery Centers of America accepts patients 24/7 and is in network with most insurance providers. Don't wait. Call 1-800-941-2358. 800-941-2358. Hello, we are not available now.
1: Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco?
2: For the 36th freaking time. I'm not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco the podcast. As promised, we are getting we we are getting into the DAC contract right now. We're getting all up in DAC, all up in it. Looking at who's got the leverage, whether the deal's going to get done, who's going to be happy with it, who's going to be sad, why they have to get the deal done, why DAC is the right guy to get the deal done with. I'm excited. The other thing I'm excited about. Closing in on 200 reviews, would love to get there this week, next week, whenever. I'm cool with it. 200 is just a nice round number. But the number I'm most excited about, 400, we had our best day ever on Tuesday. I get my my stats about two days later. And Tuesday was the first time we'd cracked the 400 plays mark in a day, so... Uh, thrilled with the growth, thrilled with where this is going. Appreciate you guys. Uh, let's get into the DAC pod. All right, so in the last couple of days, it's come out that the Cowboys and franchise quarterback Dak Prescott are at least close on a new contract. And it's how, what it sounds like is that Dak wants a four-year deal, the Cowboys want five, but if Dak wants, if the Cowboys want the fifth year, Dak is saying, well, then you got to pay me 45 million in that fifth year. And that's kind of the number that's leaked out and gotten the attention, uh, a lot less attention than the Michael Thomas. Like if not for the Michael Thomas memes, I really think like Dak, Dak and that 45 million number would be would be a bigger deal. It really shouldn't be that big a deal. I mean, Big Ben's uh Big Ben Roethlisberger, his uh his salary cap hit is going to be 41.2 million next year like 2021 if the if the Steelers don't cut him or rework it so you know we're not i mean Russell Wilson's cap hit is going to be 39 million in 2023 you know so Dak getting a you know 45 million dollar cap hit in in 2024 shouldn't be you know news right um but you know it's not going to stop us. It's not going to stop us from getting off jokes. I mean, let's be real. So, the how did it get this far though? Like Dak has been good for he's been solid for this is his fourth year in the league. He just had his best career, He just had a career year. I mean, the Panthers just locked up Christian McCaffrey after three years. They just paid. They just gave him a big extension. Why couldn't the Cowboys have looked at Dak a year, like at least before last year, and said, "Okay, we're going to get you into something reasonable. All right, we're going to get you into something that pays you thirty-two a year." Because right now they're looking at thirty-seven, and that five million dollars that that buys an extra couple players, which is the reason that the Cowboys are talking about like oh you know no no Super Bowl winner has ever you know no Super Bowl winners ever spent more than 13.1 percent of their cap on a, on a on the Super Bowl winning quarterback which is just you know conveniently looking at okay, who's the highest paid super Bowl winner uh boom, biggest cap hit bang it's actually conveniently Steve Young but you know as as one article I'm just going to borrow this line from them as one article pointed out, you know, do you think if they'd paid him fourteen million, that Steve Young would have been a worse quarterback? No. So, you know, it's not it's not what you're paying these guys, right? Um, it, at this level, right? You know, like you're quibbling over a quarter of a percent, you know, it three quarters of a percent. Who gives a shit? Just pay the man. But you could have saved a lot of money by being a little more aggressive earlier. Now, the problem that the Cowboys are in right now is that they don't have any leverage. And if you if you start telling me that Andy Dalton is leverage, Andy Dalton is not leverage. I've said this on this podcast before, but if the Cowboys really wanted leverage, they would have they would have gone to Cam Newton. And at least brought him in for some at least brought him in for some interviews, at least or at least gotten him on the phone call. At least leaked it out there that The Cowboys were thinking of it. That would have given you leverage. Andy fucking Dalton's not giving anybody leverage. Dak's not worried. Did 26, going on 27-year-old Dak worried about Andy Dalton? I mean, Dak at least has a playoff win. He's not worried about Andy Dalton. Give me a fucking break. Dak just had the best season of his career. Second in yards in the league. Fourth in touchdowns. Fifth in yards per attempt only oh, only threw 11 t- interceptions 30 touchdowns 11 interceptions second in yards fifth in yards per attempt that is a top 5 season that was dax that that no that might be the best season of his career that might be as good as it gets for Dak. but if that's as good as it gets that's still 4900 yards and nearly a 3 to 1 touchdown interception ratio So the Cowboys, but again, the Cowboys are buying high right now. They could have, they could have taken this, they could have locked this up a year or two ago. They could have looked at a guy that was outperforming his contract and made things right a long time ago. A year ago, certainly, two years ago, I'm sure. You can always trade or cut. You, like you can always do things to get out of certain contracts, but it's not just the fact that Dak is a free, you know, potentially you know a free agent, right? They've got the only leverage they have is the Dak has to play to get paid. And if he doesn't want to play, then he's not going to get paid. That's their leverage, and he hasn't made a lot of money in his career. So if he's living any kind of lifestyle, then the Cowboys leverage is just that this will be the biggest payday of his career. Whether he signs, if he signs a franchise or signs a new contract, this will be the biggest payday of his career and his family will be set for the rest of their lives all the way through to the grandkids. But there's, so the cowboy, so that's the Cowboys leverage. Dak's leverage is there's a f- there's a few pieces of leverage here. The biggest piece of leverage, and I think I've said this before, is that Jerry Jones is fucking old and god, he desperately wants that next ring. He really wants ring number 6 for the Cowboys. And he thinks he's got a Super Bowl roster and he might be right. That he thinks he's got a Super Bowl roster. He's got a Super Bowl winning head coach. Only problem with that is that no coach has ever won a Super Bowl with two teams. Never happened. They've gotten back to the Super Bowl, but no coach has ever won the Super Bowl with two teams. So but that's as, you know, th- th- that's just because it hasn't happened. Could it happen? Absolutely. You got Mike McCarthy who's Got a ton riding on this career move. You know he he didn't come out. He came out scathed. He did not come out of the Aaron Rodgers thing unscathed. He looked impotent. Couldn't 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 control his quarterback. Quarterback didn't respect him. And Rodgers is you know revered for his you know knowledge of the game and how he competes and everything else and so not to be able to get on the same page with with Rogers and make that work for even a couple it worked for a while but the fact that it ended with them just kind of with Rogers just kind of openly being like not uh we're going to run this play, not that one and just pulling the ultra, just pulling the trump card on him every single time that's that's the thing that that left McCarthy battered and bruised. Not not it listen, not even the play calling, not even the fact that they, you know, he only got Rogers one MV one uh one Super Bowl. It was the it was the way it ended. And so now he gets to start fresh. He's got a loaded roster, he's got a QB coming off the best season of his career. McCarthy's got a ton riding on this because he's set up here for success. An owner that's doing everything he can—you know—some of these owners aren't that interested in winning games. Some of them say they want to win games. Other, and then there's Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones, real—I mean, like he's got a nice business there, and he makes a ton of money off the Cowboys. But nobody's confusing him with somebody that doesn't want to win. The Cowboys are the biggest jewel in American sports, probably other than the Yankees. They're the, you know, the crown jewel of the NFL and Jerry owns them, but he hasn't had a Super Bowl and this will be 25 years. So he's aching. Oh, and by the way, he's old as fuck. Jerry, Jerry wants, Jerry does not want to die before the Cowboys win their next Super Bowl. I mean, nobody wants to die before the, their team wins the next Super Bowl, but especially your fucking 80 something year old owner or 70 something year old owner. I research a lot of shit, but Jerry Jones's age is not what I'm like looking up because as soon as you start getting into age, you're like, man, I wonder where my balls are going to drop to when I'm like 87. This is what old guys think about, man. But again, he's built this roster. So again, we're going back to leverage. He's built this roster to win a Super Bowl this year. He brought in. He didn't. He didn't go get some young coach, offensive whiz kid. He went and got a guy who's already won a Super Bowl. So okay, now it's your show. He went and got Dak another weapon in CD Lamb. They are gearing up. Like this is them gearing up for a Super Bowl and. And the, the advanced stats on last year says they should have won ten or eleven games. They only won eight. Some bad luck here. Dak has some bad games against some good quarter against some good defenses. The Patriots and Bears come to mind. Late in the season, they blow the game against uh, the Eagles. And they finish 8-8, eight and eight, miss the playoffs. But I wouldn't be surprised to see, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Niners and the Cowboys rekindling old NFC Championship game glory. The NFL would love that. Niners-Cowboys-NFC Championship game. They're aching for that one. So you've got... And then, and then the other thing, but so you've got Jerry's age, but then you've also got the way that this roster is put together for the Cowboys. So it's not just that. Jerry's old. It's not just that it's a talented roster. It's all the money he spent on that roster to keep it intact, the money they paid Zeke. And you know they're paying Amari. They're going to pay Dak. They've got the offensive line. They've paid. They got the guys on. They got uh, the the guys on defense. Uh, um, Jalen Smith. He got a big contract last year. They're shelling out money. They lost some good players. Byron Jones. You know Robert Quinn. They lost some good guys because they couldn't afford them. But part of that is because Jerry has been like. I am going to have studs. I'm going to have blue chip guys on throughout this roster. And, you know, where, where you need, if you've got that many blue chips, you know, one injury changes the entire complexion of the team. And so you've got to have a good quarterback. They've got one, but if it wouldn't do them. It might do them some good to actually keep that motherfucker happy. Make him feel wanted. You know, shit. I'm going through this in 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 my personal life right now. I got a good I got a good gig with a good company right now, but I got another company that's that's poking around. But they're not like poking around like hot and heavy coming after me. And I told I told my my buddy because you know my buddy is uh is one of the uh, on the leadership team there, and I'm like, dude, I'm. I want to feel like you know, I don't want to feel like you're getting a deal. You know, I want to I want to feel like you guys are coming after me. And Dak's gotta be feeling that way too. Come after me, man. Pay me what's right. I'm at the top of my field, I'm at the top of my profession. I'm the I'm the best there is for this team. I'm the only thing you got. Make me happy, make it work. And the Cowboys seem to like they're they're close. Right? Apparently the four it's it's four years at 35 million, which is what Dak wants, but or what the or five years at 35 million a year, which is what the Cowboys want. Dak wants five years, 37 million. So it's only 10 million over five years. It's fucking nothing. It's a player, you know, it's it's a it, it's a it's a rental player, it's a rent a veteran you know that 2 million but it's it shouldn't break the bank for a quarterback especially when you're the organization that has gone out and wasted all that money on Zeke to turn around and say oh we're going to be fiscally responsible with our quarterback again this is like this is some 1993 bullshit This is paying Emmett, not paying Troy, and I don't, I don't know if they did that or not. But the game's different now. You pay the quarterback, you don't pay the running back, or at least you shouldn't. And I know that there's, there's, there's even some Cowboys fans that are that are out there saying, "Well, you know, Zeke makes the offense go, and Dak's not worth the money, and we're better off with a cheaper quarterback and everything else." It's like, yeah, but Dak is young. And for the last four years, I mean, he started as a rookie. With a talented roster. It's gotten more talented. But this is, you can't just plug a guy in. You might get lucky. I mean, like the Seahawks did. They were to plug a rookie in. And they got lucky. Lucky. Because they built up the best secondary we've seen in a generation. Ferocious pass rush. Borderline Hall of Fame running back. And they got lucky with their quarterback. But you can't bank on luck like that. If you've got a quarterback, and especially with without... You know, it'd be one thing if... If, like, the, the, the Kyle Shanahan's or the Sean McVeigh's. And, and to tell you, the truth, this is why, this was my beef with the Niners paying Jimmy G. It, it's not that I didn't think he was worth it, right? Because, I mean, somebody was going to pay him that money. But specifically, like, with Jared Goff and, and Jimmy G, why are these offensive gurus... They're so sure of themselves. Why are they paying their quarterbacks through the nose? If it was such an easy position to replace, wouldn't you trust somebody, some brash young coach like Kyle Shanahan or Sean McVay to be like, no, I don't need a quarterback. I don't need a franchise quarterback. It's my play calling that will get us there. No, even those guys are saying like, no, pay the motherfucker. I need this guy. But the Cowboys haven't done that with Dak. And they don't have the continuity of system. Because there is risk here. Because you bet on McCarthy. Now you're betting again on Dak. And you haven't even seen them work together. They can't even install. They can barely install an offense right now. They're doing it over Zoom. What if the internet fucking is choppy that day? All of a sudden, no, no offensive installation. The Cowboys are at a disadvantage going into this season. Already because they're trying, they've got a new coach installing a new offense, and then on top of that, and they might not even be installing. Do they still have Kellen Moore? I might listen. They might if they're if they're keeping Kellen Moore, obviously they're 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 keeping the same offense, but it's still a new head coach, new philosophies, new way of doing things, and now all that shit's got to get installed. There's a reason that the NFL teams. Give those guys extra weeks of practice whenever you hire a new coach. But nobody gets to do that right now because of the because of the Rona. And so the Cowboys are going to compound that by playing hardball with Dak over a couple million dollars four or five years from now. This isn't me wishing it on him, but I mean like shit, man. Guys Jerry's age, you don't count things in four and five year increments. Healthy or not. So, you've got uh, I, you know, obviously. Listen, it'd be it'd be silly if the deal doesn't get done. The deal is getting done. There's no way the Cowboys are going with this roster. Are handing it to fucking Andy Dalton, and I and I don't hate Andy Dalton. It's just that Andy Dalton's not throwing for damn near five thousand yards anytime soon. Andy Dalton is the guy you sign. Andy Dalton is going to be Ryan Fitzpatrick for the rest of his career. He's going to be even more ginger Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's going to be the guy you bring in to mentor the young quarterback, play his role, hold the clipboard, help the guy in the meeting rooms. But it's not a guy you bring in to to scare the starting quarterback to get him to really have a career season. Give me a break. So anyways, the deal is going to get done. I expect it gets done closer to Dak's number than it gets done closer to the Cowboys' number again, because Dak's got all the leverage. And uh, we'll see how the Cowboys adapt to McCarthy. Um, But if I was, I mean, like with all the juice around them right now, you know, um, I would not be surprised to see them make a, a deep playoff run and win you know, two playoff games this next year. So I don't know if that's a hot take or not. They got a fucking dope roster, but it is what it is. Thanks for listening. Talk to you tomorrow. If you've made it this far, I appreciate it. Hope you liked What I had to say. If you didn't like it, I hope you come back next week and hear more of the stupid shit that comes out of my mouth. Thanks for listening. Go ahead, like, subscribe, review, whatever you got to do. Help me get that podcast clout. Thanks, guys.
1: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium?